Hello everyone, we are reading Dragon Masters, book number 12, Treasure of the Gold Dragon by Tracy West. Chapter 1, A New Mission. In an underground classroom in King Roland's castle, the Dragon Masters were planning to save the world. Griffith, the royal wizard, stood over a map of the island of Servarna. The Dragon Masters Drake, Rory, Bo, Anna, and Petra gathered around him. You must leave for Savannah right away, Griffith began. But let us review what has happened so far. We know that Maldred needs two keys, the silver key and the gold key, in order to awaken the Naga. A huge and powerful dragon who can destroy everything, Rory piped up. Exactly, Rory, Griffith said. Drake and Bo tried to stop Maldred from stealing the silver key, but as you know, Maldred got away with it. We are very sorry, said Bo. We tried our best. It wasn't your fault, Anna cried. Maldred is the most powerful dark wizard ever. I feel like we let everyone down, Drake thought. Then he said, we will not let Maldred get the gold key. Maldred is on his way to steal it now, Griffith said. The gold key is kept in the gold layer. The layer is hidden inside the mountain on the island of Servarna, and it is guarded by the gold dragon. We need to leave, Rory said, tapping her foot. Maldred could have the key by now. I fear you may be right, Griffith said. Drake, please ask Worm to transport Rory and Vulcan to Servarna. I need the others to stay with me for a special mission. Yes, Rory cheered. I get to go. Petra gave Rory a hug. Good luck and be safe, she said. Drake and Rory hurried to the dragon caves. Drake looked at his big brown earth dragon. Are you ready, Worm? The green stone that Drake wore around his neck began to glow. It was a piece of the dragon stone, the magical stone that had chosen all the dragon masters. Every dragon master wore a small piece of it. Their stones glowed when their dragons communicated with them. Drake heard Worm's voice inside his head. I'm ready. We're all set, Drake told Rory. Then Rory put one hand on Vulcan, her red fire dragon. She put her other hand on Worm. Drake smiled at Worm. Please transport us to the mountain that Griffith showed us. Worm's body began to glow green, and the light became brighter. Drake felt his stomach flip-flop. When the light faded, they were standing on a rocky mountain ledge. The air felt warm on Drake's skin. Drake looked up. The gold dragon flew across the sky. A dark-haired boy rode on her back. Drake's mouth dropped open at the sight of the dragon. Shining gold scales covered her whole body. Her wings curled and reminded him of bird feathers. She was beautiful. Wait. But then Drake heard a loud roar in the sky. Boom. It sounded like thunder. He turned. A purple thunder dragon was chasing the gold dragon. A woman with black hair rode on the back of the purple dragon. Drake knew them both. He gasped. It's Echo and Nero. He cried. Look, there's something in Echo's hand. Rory said. She squinted. It's the gold key. Chapter 2 battle in the sky. Drake shaded his eyes with his hand. The sun made the scales of the gold dragon shine brightly. He also noticed a gold object glittering in Echo's hand. Rory was right. It looked like the gold key. 
Not long ago, Echo had tried to steal Worm and the other dragons from King Roland's castle. Rory had left to live with her for a short while before learning Echo was not a good dragon master. Is Echo helping Moldred now? Drake wondered out loud. Maybe, or maybe she wants the gold key to herself, Rory replied. Either way, we can't let her take it. Rory jumped onto Vulcan's back. Vulcan, fly, she said. The fire dragon flapped his huge wings and flew toward the two dragons in the sky. Drake turned to Worm. Can you transport us up there so we can get the key from Echo, he asked. Nero's shield was too strong, Worm replied. I cannot transport past it. Drake looked up. The thunder dragon's body glowed with a purple energy, forming an energy shield around him and Echo. The gold dragon shot golden beams from her eyes. The golden beams hit Nero's shield and bounced off. Vulcan, break the shield, Rory yelled as they flew closer to the thunder dragon. Vulcan shot a ball of flame out of his mouth and hit the shield but didn't break it. Nero roared loudly. A portal of swirling energy opened up in the blue sky. Echo looked at Rory and laughed. Then she and her dragon flew through the portal right before it vanished. No, Rory cried. She and Vulcan flew down and landed next to Drake and Worm. The gold dragon and the dark hair boy sat down slowly and gracefully beside them. For a moment, Drake forgot about Echo and stared at wonder at the gold dragon. The boy climbed down. He wore a white shirt and skirt with a dragon pattern on it. Around his neck, he wore a green dragonstone. I am Dharma, he said, and this is Hema, the gold dragon. We are the guardians of the gold key. We know the thunder dragon's dragon master, Echo, Rory said. Did she just get away with the gold key? Dharma nodded. She did, he said. The gold key is gone. Was that magic? Rory stepped closer to Dharma. How can you be so calm, she asked, her voice rising. If Echo is working with Muldred, that means he has both keys. He will be able to release the Naga and destroy the world. Who is Muldred? Dharma asked. He is a dark wizard, Rory replied. The baddest guy you'll ever meet. Dharma closed his eyes. After a few seconds, he opened them. We can still stop him, he said calmly. How do you know that? Rory asked. Dharma stepped to step in. I'm Drake, he told Dharma. This is my dragon worm, and this is Rory and her dragon Vulcan. Dharma nodded. It is nice to meet you, he said. You too, Drake said. We knew Maldred was coming here to steal the gold key. I'm sorry we didn't get here in time. Dharma smiled. That is okay. You're here now. Rory interrupted. We have to figure out where Echo went. She turned to Dharma. Where's e where Echo's eyes glazed over red? Dharma shook his head. They were not. Rory frowned. I thought maybe Muldred put her under a spell, she said. But I guess he didn't. So if Echo is helping him, it's because she wants to. But why? Does it matter, Drake asked. She has the key now. She probably took it to wherever he's hiding places. Right, Rory agreed. We need to find Muldred's hideout and get there fast. Dharma spoke up again in a soft, calm voice. I know how to find Echo, he said. Follow me, please. Dharma and his dragon began to walk up the mountain. Drake and Rory followed. As they walked, the silver sword tucked into Drake's belt felt heavy. Jean, the dragon master of the silver dragon, had given it to him. 
Will the gold layer look anything like the silver layer, he wondered. The silver layer had been filled with piles of amazing treasures. Soon they heard the sound of running water. They came to a small waterfall. Dharma motioned for the others to follow him. Then he stepped behind the waterfall. Drake, Rory, and the dragons followed. They were inside a damp, cool cavern. Six golden dragon statues, each as tall as the dragon masters, formed a circle in the center. They're beautiful, Rory whispered. Dharma walked up to one of the statues. He pulled down on the dragon's tail and the door slid open on the cavern wall. Dharma led them through the door and into the dark tunnel. Drake couldn't see anything. They walked for a few minutes. The tunnel opened up into a big bright room lit by torches. Gold lined the walls. Dozens of gold treasures chests glittered in the torchlight. A large gold platform topped with big fluffy gold pillows sat in the center of the room. The gold dragon must sleep there, Drake guessed. Dharma smiled. Welcome to the lair of the gold dragon. Chapter 4. Golden Treasures This is a nice lair, Rory said, tapping her foot, but we need to find out where Echo went. Dharma nodded. He walked over to the wall on the right and then stopped. Echo and the Thunder Dragon entered the lair through this wall, he said. This is how she broke in and stole the gold key. Nero can make portals when he roars, Drake explained. The portal is not here anymore, but magical porters have a great deal of energy, Dharma said. They usually leave some energy behind. Are you saying you think we can still travel through Nero's portal, even though we can see it? Rory asked. Dharma closed his eyes and held up his hand with his open palm facing the wall. Then he began to move his hand in a circle. A slowly swirling circle of purple energy began to appear in the wall. The portal, Rory cried. Drake gasped. Are you sure you're a dragon master and not a wizard, he asked. Dharma smiled. It's easy to find energy if you know where to look, he said. The portal will close very soon. But before we leave, I must give you each something. Dharma opened up one of the treasure chests. He took out a red jewel hanging from a gold chain. He gave it to Rory. This is for you, he said. Uh, thanks, Rory replied, and she slipped the chain over her head. Then Dharma walked to a different treasure chest, and he pulled out a vest made of gold chain mail. He handed it to Drake. Please, put this on. Drake put the vest on over his shirt. It felt a lot lighter than he thought it would. Thank you, he said. But why have you given us these gifts? I believe you will need them, Dharma replied. For what? Rory asked. We will know when the time comes, he replied. Dharma walked back to the portal. He held his hand against it. Then he turned back to Drake and Rory. The portal's energy is weak, he said. Not all of us will be able to travel through it. The dragons must stay here. What? Rory cried. How can we fight Maldred and Echo without our dragons? We will find a way, Dharma replied. Drake turned to Worm. I do not want to leave you behind, Worm, he said in his mind. His dragonstone glowed, and he heard Worm's voice inside his head. Follow Dharma. Find the gold key. Time is running out. Worm says we should go, Drake told Rory. Rory said, fine. Then let's do this. She pushed past Dharma and stepped through the portal. The two boys followed her. Chapter 5. The Wizard's Plan the porter quickly disappeared behind the three dragon masters. They stepped into a tall, round tower. The spiral staircase led down to many floors below. Torches mounted on the walls lit up the space. 
The light was dim, but Drake could make out strange faces painted on the wall. The hairs on the back of his neck stood up at the side of them. Then Rory tugged on his arm. She put a finger to her lips and pointed down. At the bottom of the tower, a wizard dressed in a red robe stood at a big desk. He had a long black beard with a white stripe, and he wore an eye patch over one eye. It's Muldred, Rory whispered. This must be his secret hideout, Dharma said, and that must be his workshop. Look at all those books and potions down there, Drake peered over the railing. Muldred was five floors below them. Drake could see the walkways broke off the staircase and circled around the tower all the way down. There were doors on each of the sides of the floors. This is a huge hideout, he thought. Where in the world are we? Down below, Echo walked up to the desk. She held out a gold disc with unusual markings on it. It glittered in the candlelight. She is working with Muldred, Drake thought. Echo handed over the gold key. Muldred, I have brought you the key, she said. The wizard smiled. You did well, Echo, he said. And now, together, we will release the Naga, Echo said. We will create a world where dragons can be free. Drake had heard Echo say something like this before. When Echo had tried to steal King Roland's dragons, she claimed that she wanted all dragons to be free. She didn't believe that dragons should have dragon masters. Maldred held up the silver key. Now we have both keys, he said, but I still do not know where to find the Naga. I have read every page of the lore of the Ancient One book, but it does not tell me where the Naga lives. He angrily slammed his fist on the desk. Perhaps the answer lies in the keys, Echo suggested. They have markings on them. Maldred raised an eyebrow. You may be right, he said. I will need to study them. Let me help, Echo said. There is one way you can help me, Maldred told her. Keep an eye out for Griffith's Draven Masters. We cannot let them stop us from waking the Naga. If you see them, show them no mercy. But we can't hurt them, Maldred, Echo said. They're just children. Maldred stared at her. I said no mercy, he repeated. Nothing must stop my dream of ruling the world. You mean our dream of fearing the, freeing the dragons, Echo said. Maldred smiled. Of course, my dear, of course. Mm. Rory whispered loudly to Drake. Does Echo really think Maldred's going to set the dragons free? He's tricking her. He wants the dragons for himself. Shh, Drake warned. Suddenly Rory yelled. Don't trust him, Echo. Chapter 6. Maldred's Helper. Muldred's head snapped, his eye fixed on the dragon masters at the top of the tower. Dharma, quick, Drake cried. Open the portal again. Drake turned around, but he didn't see Dharma anywhere. Dharma, he called out. Rory grabbed Drake's arm. We have to hide, she said. Let's get one of the tower rooms. Maybe there's a window we can climb out of. Drake and Rory raced down the spiral staircase. Drake's heart pounded. Then, from the corner of his eye, he saw the flutter of red fabric. Muldred floated up toward them, his body glowing with red energy. Two dragon masters, how nice, he said with an evil laugh. You are like mice in a trap. You can't catch us, Rory cried, still racing down the steps. Muldred pointed at Drake and Rory, extending his long fingers. Of course I can, he said. I'm a wizard. Suddenly, Drake felt his whole body tingle. I can't move, he cried. Me neither, Rory yelled. No, you cannot, he said, so you won't be needing your sword anymore. 
Drake watched helplessly as his silver sword floated out of his belt and into Maldred's hand. Then Echo came running up the staircase. Lock him up, Echo, Maldred ordered. I will deal with them later. Echo grabbed Drake's and Rory. Maldred snapped his long fingers and Drake felt the tingling stop. Don't try to run, Echo warned. Maldred may not be so easy on you next time. Echo led them to a thick door. She opened it and shoved Drake and Rory inside. Why are you doing this, Echo? Rory yelled. You're smarter than this. He's just using you. Maldred understands me, Echo said. He understands how I feel about the dragons. I thought you did too, Rory, but I was wrong. Don't bring me into it, Rory shot back. Maldred is using how you feel about the dragons so he can trick you. Can't you see that? He wants to control the dragons. He does not want to set them free. Echo glared at Rory. She turned away and slammed the door. Behind her, Drake heard a clicking noise. He ran to the door handle. We're locked in, he cried. Chapter 7. Trapped. Rory started pounding on the door. Let us out of here, she yelled. Drake looked around. The room was bare, except for a rickety wood table and a water jug. An eerie glow streamed through the bars of a teeny window at the top of the wall. I'll try to contact Worm, he said. I know he is back in the gold layer, but maybe I can connect with him. Maybe he can help us escape. Drake closed his eyes. Worm, can you hear me, he asked. Drake opened his eyes. His eyes looked down at the dragonstone. It didn't glow at all. He sighed. We'll have to find a way out of here on our own. Rory pushed the table over to the window and stood up on top of it. Drake held the table steady. It looks so weird out there, Rory said, glowy and strange. She yanked on the bars. It's no use, she cried. She jumped down from the table. We're trapped. Maybe not, Drake said. Dharma has got to be inside this tower somewhere. Maybe he will come to save us. He's probably in some kind of trouble too, Rory said. Drake slumped down on the floor. Walter can't keep us in here forever, he said. We'll just have to escape the next time he or Echo comes to the open door. That's if anyone comes at all, Rory said, sliding down to sit beside him. They might leave us here until Muldred and the Naga destroy the world. Or maybe Muldred will come and put a dark spell on us and force us to help with his evil plan, Drake said. The two dragon masters got quiet, thinking about this. I will keep trying to connect with Worm, Drake said finally. He held his dragonstone, closed his eyes, and tried again and again. Worm didn't respond. Drake started to worry. We're separated from our dragons. Dharma is missing, and Muldred has my sword, he thought. There's no way we can stop Muldred now. Chapter 8. Run. A few minutes later, the door creaked open. Drake and Rory jumped on their feet. Someone shoved a tray into their room and then quickly closed the door. Drake and Rory ran over and pounded on the door. Let us out, let us out, they shouted. They yelled until their throats were sore. Then Drake looked down at the tray. It held bread, cheese, apples, and two mugs of water. His stomach grumbled. I'm starving, he said. Rory watched as Drake ate bread and cheese, and then she took some for herself. They sat on the floor and ate until every crumb was gone, except for the apple course. Drake suddenly felt very tired. Of course I'm tired, he thought. I haven't slept in a really long time. Let's get some sleep, he said. If Muldred does try to hurt us, we'll need our energy. I'll stay awake and guard us, Rory said, but she yawned too. Drake leaned back against the wall and dozed off. He wasn't sure how long he'd slept for when a voice awakened him. Get up! Echo stood over him and Rory, who had also fallen asleep. The door to their cell was open. Wake up, Echo said. Muldred wants to see you. 
Drake and Rory stretched and stood up. Echo, who stood behind them, pushed them forward. Rory looked at Drake and mouthed one word. Run. Chapter 9. The Secret of the Keys. Drake and Rory dashed through the open door and raced to the spiral staircase. They bounced down the steps to the next walkway and headed for the nearest door. Before they could reach it, two glowing red orbs appeared in front of them. The glowing orbs quickly surrounded the Dragon Masters. Drake's skin prickled as both orbs floated down to Muldred's workshop. They landed in front of Muldred. Drake noticed his silver sword propped up against the workshop wall. Pop! The orbs burst like bubbles, freeing Drake and Rory. Echo ran into the room. I'm sorry, Muldred, she said. They surprised me. Muldred scowled at her. I need you to keep a better watch over my prisoners, he said. I'm going to need them. What do you need us for, Rory asked. Let me show you what I've discovered, Muldred said, rubbing his hands together. I was staring at the markings on the keys when it came to me. Watch. He picked up the silver disc and pressed it into the dish of black ink, and then he pressed the disc onto a clean sheet of white paper. The raised markings on the key were stamped onto the paper. Now the gold key, he said, as he repeated the process. He stamped the gold key right on the, the top of the design left of the silver key. Rory gasped. It looks like a map, she cried. Exactly, Muldred said. Then he covered the paper so Rory and Drake couldn't see it. I recognize the islands on it. Now I know where to find the Naga. You can't do this, Rory yelled. You can't destroy the world. I don't want to destroy it, Muldred said. I want to rule it. Everyone will bow down to me with the Naga by my side. As Muldred cackled, Drake spotted something out of the corner of his eye. A flash of gold moving along a bookshelf. He blinked. It looked like a mouse, a gold mouse. He blinked again, and the creature was gone. How strange, Drake thought. You still haven't said what you need us for, Rory said to Muldred. I learned something very interesting in this book. When I summon the Naga, he will be very hungry, the dark wizard said, and his eyes glittered as he grinned at Drake and Rory, and I know the perfect snack for a giant hungry dragon. Chapter 10 Echo makes a choice. You can't feed us to the Naga, Drake yelled at Muldred. Rory stomped over to Echo. Did you hear that? Do you still want to help him? Echo looked at Muldred. Surely, Muldred, you cannot be serious, she said. It is not necessary to harm the children. The dark wizard scowled at her. I shall decide what is necessary, he said. As long as the dragon masters live, they will try to stop us. This will solve that problem. Let me watch over them, Muldred, Echo argued. They won't escape from me again. While Echo talked, Rory grabbed Drake's hand. They slowly backed away from Echo and Muldred. First one step, then two, then three. Then Rory signaled Drake by squeezing his hand, and they both dashed away from Muldred and Echo. Muldred pointed at Rory and Drake, and sizzling red lightning shot from his fingertips. Drake felt a jolt go through his body, and then he realized he wasn't moving. Muldred had frozen them. Don't you see? You can't escape me, Muldred said. I shall cast a spell on you both, putting you under my control. That will keep you out of trouble until it's feeding time. Muldred moved his finger, and Drake saw Rory float through the air toward the wizard. She stopped right in front of him. Look at me, Rory, Muldred commanded. She's frozen just like I am, Drake thought. Soon her eyes will glaze over red, and she'll be under Muldred's control. Then I'll be next. I can't let you do this, Muldred, Echo cried. 
She shoved him away from Rory, sending him sprawling on the floor. Drake felt the magical hold release him, and he and Rory dropped to the ground. Enough, Echo, Maldred said as he rose to his feet. I don't need you anymore. He dipped his hand into his pocket and came up with a handkerchief of sparkling red dust, and he tossed the dust at Echo. The dust sparkled, and Echo disappeared. Chapter 11. A Spell is Cast Rory yelled at Maldred, "'Where did you send Echo? What did you do with her?' Maldred just grinned. "'Now, where were we?' he asked. He zapped Drake and Rory again with his red lightning. Once more, Rory floated in front of his face. "'No,' Drake thought. He struggled to move, but he was frozen. Maldred stared into Rory's eyes and chanted, "'Your will is gone. Your will is mine. Your will is gone. Your will is mine.' Rory closed her eyes and nodded. "'Rory, no!' Drake yelled inside his head. Then Rory floated to the ground, and Maldred zapped her again to unfreeze her. Next, he pointed at Drake. Drake floated through the air and stopped right in front of Maldred. The wizard stared at him with his black, glittering eye. "'Your turn, Drake,' Maldred said. Drake tried to close his eyes to resist, but he couldn't even move his eyelids. "'Your will is gone,' Maldred chanted. "'Your will is mine.' "'No, it isn't,' Rory cried.' and she grabbed a bubbling potion from Maldred's table and tossed it at the wizard's face. Maldred screamed as purple smoke billowed from his beard. Somehow Rory escaped Maldred's spell. Drake thought he, as he dropped to the floor, he wasn't frozen anymore. Rory helped him. They dashed up the stairs and ran down the walkway. They entered the first room they found. Inside was a large window with wooden shutters. Rory and Drake ran to it. The shutters are locked, Drake said, pulling on them. Rory stepped up next to him and tried to help him pry them open. That's when Drake noticed that the red jewel around her neck was glowing. Look at the jewel Dharma gave you, he said. It started to glow when Maldred was putting that spell on me, Rory replied. I think that's why the spell didn't work. The jewel protected me. But you really looked like you were under Maldred's control, Drake said. She smiled. I know. I fooled him pretty good. Dharma knew what he was doing when he gave you that necklace, Drake said. Then he remembered the golden mouse. And I have a feeling he's still going to help us somehow. They turned back to the shutters as Muldred stepped into the room. You cannot escape, he cackled. And he, red lightning flew from his fingertips. Chapter 12. Rescued. Drake and Rory dodged the wizard's lightning blast. Then I a strange cry filled the tower. A golden eagle flew into their room and the large bird picked up Maldred in her claws and flew away with him. Drake and Rory looked at each other, their eyes wide. Let's get out of here, Rory said, turning back to the window. Not yet, Drake said. I think we should follow that eagle. If that eagle is who I think it is, she might need our help, he thought. Drake ran out of the room. Rory sighed and ran after him. The large eagle flew down to Maldred's workshop. Maldred squirmed in her sharp golden claws. Dharma stood there. He was holding the silver key and the gold key. Those keys are mine, Maldred yelled. His legs dangled over the floor. They're not yours, Dharma replied. They were never yours. We must keep them safe. I will do everything in my power to get those keys back, Maldred said. You will not get them back, Dharma said. We've got to lock Maldred up, Rory told Dharma. Dharma looked up at the golden eagle. Hema, make sure Maldred can't move. I knew it, Drake thought. The eagle is Hema. The eagle set Maldred down. Before he could run away, 
She shot streams of golden energy from her mouth. The energy wrapped around the wizard like a rope. He couldn't move. Drake turned to Dharma. We've got to get those keys out of here, he said. There appears to be no escape from this hideout, Dharma replied. It is located in some kind of magical space, so that's why it looks weird and glowy outside, Rory said. Maldred cackled. You cannot escape, and you cannot stop me, he said. When will you Dragon Masters learn? I don't need my hands to do magic. I only need the power of my mind. Suddenly, an army of red orbs appeared in the workshop. And the orb zoomed through the air, wildly, shooting around the space. Rory dove under the desk. Drake moved to follow her, and one of the red orbs zoomed right toward him. Drake, Rory yelled. Chapter 13, Gold versus Red. The red orb hit Drake in the chest. Drake had seen Maldred's red orbs take down strong palace guards. He knew how powerful they could be. He expected to be sent flying, but the orb bounced right off him. How am I not hurt, he wondered, touching his chest. Then he felt the gold chainmail vest Dharma had given him. The gold vest protected me. Angry, Maldred scowled at Drake. The wizard's whole body began to glow with red energy. The gold energy that was wrapped around him dissolved into glittering dust. Maldred pointed at Dharma and sent a red orb flying toward him. The orb surrounded Dharma and he began to float toward Maldred. Those keys are mine, the wizard yelled. Rory climbed out from under the desk and ran toward Dharma. At the same time, the golden light exploded from the eagle and the light filled the room. When it faded, him, the gold dragon, stood there. The dragon's eyes flashed and she roared a shot golden beams at Maldred. The dark wizard held up both palms and created a red energy shield in front of him. The dragon's beam hit the shield but couldn't break through it. The red energy absorbed them. Roar! Hema couldn't break through Maldred's shield. Instead, she turned and hit a blast of gold energy at the orb surrounding Dharma. The red orb burst and Dharma tumbled to the floor. The silver key and the gold key flew out of his hands. The keys, Rory cried, and she dove after them. But Muldred was closer and he scooped up the two keys. Then he sprinkled sparkling red dust on the top of his head. In a flash, he disappeared and the red orbs popped like buggles. Chapter 14. The Magic of the Sword. Muldred got away, Rory yelled. He knows where the Naga is and now he's going to destroy the world. We've got to go after him. But we don't know where the Naga is, Drake said, and then he felt tears sting his eyes. We failed. You have not failed yet, Dharma said. We do know where the Naga is. The boy held up the map, the map Maldred had made using the keys. Drake's eyes got wide. It looks like those islands make the shape of a dragon. We've got to show this to Griffith. He'll know where those islands are. Roy looked at Dharma. How did you get Maldred's map? Dharma grinned. A little mouse brought it to me, he said. Then he looked at Hema. I knew it, Drake cried. Hema can change into other animals, not just an eagle, Rory asked. Yes, Dharma replied. She can transform into anything, from a teeny bee to a large elephant. Whoa, Drake cried. That's an awesome power. It is, Rory agreed. Then she frowned. But how did Hema get into the hideout? I thought you said dragons couldn't make it through the portal. That was true. The portal's energy was too weak. Hema transformed to a mouse, so she was small enough to come through, Dharma answered. That explains a lot. But where have you been? Drake asked. 
Yeah, where were you when we were getting captured, Rory added. By the time we entered the hideout, I could sense we were about to be discovered, Norma said, replied. If you sensed that, why didn't you warn us, Rory asked. I'm sorry, everything happened quickly, Norma replied. I knew I would have a better chance of helping us if I was not seen, so I hid. You saved us from Muldred, so I guess you did the right thing, Drake said. I guess so, Rory said, but Muldred still got away. We have to get back to the gold layer, Drake said. Worm can transport us all back to Bracken from there. Are you forgetting something, Rory asked? We're like trapped in this hideout in some magical space or something. Rory is right, Dharma said. We need a portal to get out of here, but we have no way to make one. Drake sighed as he walked across the room and picked up the silver sword. At least I have my sword back, Dharma's eyes widened. Is that from the silver dragon's lair? Drake nodded. Yes, Jean, the silver dragon master, gave it to me. The silver and gold treasures are all connected to the dragons who guard them, Dharma said. I think you may be able to use your sword to make a portal that will take us to the silver dragon. That would get us out of here, Rory said, and then Drake could contact Worm. I get it, Drake said, but how do I open a portal? Make a circle in the air with your sword, Dharma replied. Drake held the silver sword with both hands and made a big circle. Again, Dharma said, keep going. Drake made a circle after circle. Finally, the air began to swirl with silver light. A new portal appeared. You did it, Rory cheered, and Drake grinned at her. Excellent, Dharma said, and he and Hema stepped through the portal. Chapter 15, Silver and Gold Drake and Rory followed Dharma and Hema through the portal. Drake blinked. Argent, the shining silver dragon, stood in front of them. Jean, the dragon master, grinned at Drake, but they were not in the silver layer. They were in the gold layer. Drake was confused. Argent, Jean, he asked, what are you doing here? As soon as our, as our king gave us leave, we came to join you and take back the silver key, she answered. Argent tracked the silver sword here. We found Worm and Vulcan waiting for you. Worm, Drake cried, and he ran to his dragon. Then he turned back to Jean. We were inside Muldred's hideout. Echo was there. We tried to get the keys back, but he has both of them now, the silver key and the gold key. Jean frowned. That is bad news, but we will stop him. Rory patted Vulcan's neck and looked at him. So you're Jean, she said. Nice armor. Thanks, Jean said. You must be Rory. Worm told Argent all about you. Dharma nodded to Jean. It is nice to meet you, guardian of the silver key. I am Dharma, guardian of the gold key. Jean smiled. We both thought we would never leave our lairs, and now look at us. There will be time to get to know one another later, Rory said. Muldred has both keys. We have to find him and stop him. Rory is right, Jean agreed, and Rory raised her eyebrows. Jean went on. Muldred must be headed to the location of the Naga. Did you find out where that is? Dharma showed her the map. Somewhere in this group of islands, he said. Griffith will know where those islands are, Drake said. We need to get back to Bracken. All the Dragon Masters will have to work together to find the Naga and stop Muldred. Yes, we must, Dharma agreed. Drake put one hand on Worm. Shall we transport? Rory Jean touched their dragons. Dharma touched Hema, and then all the Dragon Masters touched Worm. Worm, take us to Bracken, Drake cried. Time is running out.